Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Possibility Podcast. I'm your host, Mel Schwartz. I practice psychotherapy, marriage counseling, and I am the author of the book, The Possibility Principle, the companion to this podcast. I hope to be your thought provocateur, and I'll be introducing you to new ways of thinking and a new game plan for life. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. This is going to be the first in a series of episodes devoted to the concept that your mind is actually your metaverse. Now, what do we mean by metaverse? There are so many different descriptions and definitions. In the metaverse, we construct a virtual reality, which exists even when we're not in that virtual reality, when we're not playing in that arena. I'm proposing that the same metaverse exists potentially in our minds, but it remains fallow and uncultivated because we've never learned to develop this most precious vessel. Our minds are a storehouse, a virtual realm of infinite possibility. And it's just a shame that we have never learned how to access and apprehend those possibilities. That's what this series of coming episodes will be devoted toward. Today is just a brief introduction. My thesis is that what your mind can imagine, you can create, you can actualize. You know, all we need to do is look at the history of science fiction going back far enough to see that what science fiction thought of eventually came into reality. In our personal lives, our perceptions create our reality, only we don't see it that way. We think that the truth and reality is out there. And that's not different than virtual reality making. But we've been living in such a terrible way whereby our imagination also remains unfallow and uncultivated. No, Einstein said, imagination is far more important than intelligence. So our lives are informed by our thoughts and our beliefs and perceptions, only we don't quite see it that way. We think it's the truth. And they all create a virtual reality within us, which actually then merges with our external reality, what we think the truth is. We're going to be examining and looking at the nature of thoughts, thinking, feelings, and perceptions in this series to understand how we can open to infinite possibility. We stagnate in our lives when we lose imagination and we became stuck in inert. We keep having a replay of the same old thoughts and the same old feelings ad nauseum throughout our lives. And that's why we struggle and we suffer. So I'm talking about this word mind. What do we mean by mind? How would we describe it or define it? You know, I think a room full of people or even a group of consciousness scientists probably couldn't agree to what we mean by mind. I'm a member of the International Society for Consciousness Studies. And I think perhaps I will throw this question out to this consortium of great scholars. What do we mean by mind? The concept of mind remains vague different meanings to different people. Certainly in our schooling, we receive no education. And so mind, the concept of mind is elusive. 
you know what? This is inarguably our most precious gift, our mind, and it remains ignored. It's like a diamond in a rough. We see the diamond, but we don't know its value. Mind is a magical vessel through which we shape and inform our identity, through which we experience other people and everything that surrounds us. We take it all for granted. It's almost as if we were born with eyes that were closed and never opened. So we went through life without seeing, but we have eyes. We just need to open them. We have a mind to cultivate. We need to see it differently, but we've remained illiterate and unschooled in harnessing the power of our minds, the metaverse of our minds. And so we struggle in our lives. You know, self-doubt, fear, frustration, conflict within self, conflict with others, anger, warfare, serenity, love, harmony, are all a matter of what our mind is informing us, a matter of perception. But I'll tell you this, living without a proper appreciation of the mind leaves us shackled by ignorance. Mind can construct hatred, violence, failed communication, global warming, or mind can allow us harmony, serenity, and love. We need to cultivate this tool. Virtually every challenge in life that we face is informed and influenced and impacted by our mind. Only we don't see it as such. We think the problem is out there. Mind is the literal heartbeat of awareness. And without a healthy understanding of mind, we simply cannot live life fully or meaningfully. But learning to master the mind opens the gateway to navigate and thrive in our lives. There is our virtual reality, to learn to access the metaverse of our mind. So let's begin by stipulating what I don't mean by the word mind. Some people equate mind with the brain. No way. I see the brain as a biological organ, not the source of wisdom through which you can navigate the course of your life. Brain doesn't offer wisdom. The brain is where your thoughts and feelings leave their mark. It's not the source of awareness. Picture this. You're walking at the beach. You look behind you. You see your footprint in the sand. You wouldn't think that the sand produced your footprint. Your foot left its impression on the sand. Your thoughts and feelings leave their impression on the brain. It is simply a biological organ. Some people confuse mind with being the same as your thoughts. Many thought leaders, motivational speakers, and best-selling authors offer little distinction between thoughts or mind or thinking. We will be moving into these distinctions. We can't possibly move forward in the pursuit of a life well-lived or enlightenment or personal growth without actually clarifying what we mean by these words. It's incongruous. It gets all scrambled up. It leads to incoherence. So let's just touch lightly on some of these concepts in today's episode. Thoughts. Mind is not thoughts. We have thoughts all the time. Millions of thoughts, many of them repetitive. Thoughts inform us about the truth that's out there. Incorrectly, thought is creating the truth that's out there. In the coming episodes, I'm going to be teaching you how to see your thought and not become your thought. 
in the nanosecond between your thoughts, you exist in a state of infinite possibility. But if we keep having the same old thoughts and the same old feelings, we never access possibility, let alone change. You're going to learn how to see those thoughts and enter into the realm of thinking, which is the first ascension toward the mind. Now, thoughts and feelings are part of a continuum. Thought and feeling are just different words that we apply to different sensations. Thoughts and feelings wash over onto one another, kind of like a wave unfolding onto the shore, and then it tucks back in and enfolds as it heads back out to sea. Picture that, the wave coming into shore, tucks back in and heads back out to sea. Thought and feeling work the same way. The moment we have a thought, it summons up the corresponding feeling. And that feeling tucks back in and triggers the next thought. That's why we get stuck in particular moods. It's a pattern. Learning to see your thoughts is a crucial first step in this journey toward the metaverse of your mind. Now, ever wonder where your thoughts come from? Not your brain. They come from many places, but in particular, it's our life experiences and our beliefs that inform our thoughts. These beliefs, which are so critically important in framing our personal reality, they go unexamined and unquestioned. We need to examine the nature of these beliefs and see how they unfold into these continuous, countless cascade of thoughts and feelings. And most importantly, we'll be looking at how we can break free from the imprisonment of old thought and old feeling, which block us from accessing the metaverse of our minds. Once we can learn to step back and see the beliefs and thoughts, we can open to new experience. We can rise above the dictates of these beliefs and thoughts, freeing us to truly become masters of our mind, masters of the metaverse of our mind. Now, what's the difference between thoughts and thinking? Thinking speaks to my learned ability to step back and see my thought, see what they're telling me. Sometimes when I'm talking, I might say, I just had a thought that came up. Let me tell you what my thought is telling me. You see what I'm doing there? I'm seeing a thought. I'm seeing that my thought is telling me something. So I rise above the thought that is thinking. Thinking allows me to rise above the thought and rise above the feeling. That is where insight occurs. That's where wisdom occurs. And that's where change comes from. Learning to see your thoughts and feelings and not be them frees you from reactivity. Now, thinking creates this space, this nanosecond between your thoughts. So you become sovereign to the thoughts and feelings. Wow, what a place. Now, some of you may appreciate what I'm describing right now. And some of you may shrug your shoulders and say, I have no idea what he's talking about. I'll be teaching you in coming episodes how to access this. But right now, just to start this process, pause and ask yourself, what thought am I having right now? Just write it down, note it. We'll come back to it. Our change process comes from thinking, not from continuous replay of old thought. Thinking activates new insights and higher levels of awareness. We'll be speaking about how we can access this higher level of consciousness, thinking. And from there, we'll examine different ways of thinking. 
You know, as culture in Western culture, we've been trained for centuries to see and think in very small fragmented slices of reality. We miss the bigger picture. Why would we ever think of mind and body, for example, as separate? You see the word mind-body connection. Connection suggests there's a separation and we found a connection. That's what I mean by fragmented thinking, mind-body connection. Why would we ever think our mind and body weren't one? Who separated them? When our thoughts only see separation, it fractures wholeness. And this leads to false and limiting thoughts. Your mind has the ability to access your entire field of wisdom, which interfaces with our innate connectivity with the universe, with one another. When you learn to activate the power of your mind, you can tap into the oneness, the sense of wholeness, the spiritual connections that we speak about and read about. Mind describes the integration of our entire being, getting past fragmentation. Mind are the eyes through which we see, the heart through which we feel, and the wisdom that flows from joining with the universe and the innate knowing that awaits us. That's the journey into the power of your mind as your metaverse. In coming episodes, we'll be diving in, rolling up our sleeves, and really learning how to see the nature of thought, not become thought, and access higher and higher levels of mind is metaverse. It's full of creativity, imagination, and unburdening, a lifting of everything, and a profound meaning in life. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I look forward to continuing this journey with you in our coming episodes. And remember, your mind is your metaverse. You're going to learn how to access it. Be well. Look forward to continuing our conversation. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Possibility Podcast. I welcome your feedback on this and any episode. Please send me an email at mel at melschwartz.com or leave a comment in the show notes for this episode at melschwartz.com. If you like what you're hearing, please take a moment to rate and review the show at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your reviews really help boost the visibility for the show, and it's a great way for you to show your support. Finally, please make sure to subscribe to the Possibility Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and that way you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again. And please remember to always welcome uncertainty into your life and embrace new possibilities. Music